Hello, and welcome to Spectology, the science fiction book club podcast. I'm your host, Adrian. And I'm Matt. And today we're talking about things we liked. Um, today we just have a little mini episode as we wait to do our post-read episode for Use of Weapons. That should be coming out a week from today, the week from when this episode comes out. Uh, today what we wanted to do is talk about some stuff we liked in pop culture recently, um, stuff beyond just the books that we're reading for the podcast and as well uh mention or respond rather to some reader mail we got a whole lot of good comments on twitter and facebook and reddit about our first episode and some of them asked really good questions that we wanted to just clear up on air um yeah so matt what did you like this this month oh so many things adrian but one thing in particular there is a reboot of queer eye on netflix and it is good it is really really good yeah, I think we both uh, checked that out, but it's it's not very many episodes. Uh, I think they've already been renewed to do more, but so mm-hmm. far it's only a few. Um, they're not all equally amazing, but they are in general really, really great. And one of the yeah. things I really like about it, which is going to be a theme, is that it's positive and <laughs> it's not, you know, it, it's about people being good to each other, um, which is a really nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched most of the episodes and I totally agree. It's been it's it's like funny, it's like sad sometimes, but in like a good way. Yeah, and, and it's um, mm-hmm, go ahead. Oh, I, I was gonna say I, I wanted to ask who who is your favorite of the new Fab Five? That is super hard question. I kind of <laughs> love them all equally. I do wanna call out that um I think that uh the uh internet has not been entirely fair to the chef guy um i think the internet has said some unfair things about him basically relating to the fact that it seems like he doesn't uh help um people make complicated food (laughs) or like um fancy food so Uh, ridiculous you know to, to back up for one second if you're not familiar with how queer eye works it's um five guys who are all gay uh, come into the life of a random person and give that person a makeover. And each of the five guys, the Fab Five, they each have a specialty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of them specializes in food. I think his name is Anthony Porosky. Is the yes. is the uh, Anthony yeah. at very least? I know. I know yeah, the many first names because they're like my friends. Exactly. They're yeah. That's that's right. Um, but, so the internet has not been entirely fair to Anthony. I feel like because. Um, he tends to try to provide uh, like legitimately useful stuff for the people right. who he helps. Well, it's in like other the words, the food he helps them make is yeah. easy to make, but that's good because none of them know how to make any food. So you got to right. like, start simple. Yeah. Speaking as somebody who could potentially benefit from a makeover of this kind, <laughs> the advice that he gives to people in the kitchen. Uh, I thought was great. <laughs> like, it would help me. Right. So I think that's a good baseline. <laughs> I mean, speaking as someone who has been a professional chef for many years, I also think the advice he gives is really great and, like, is the type of advice people who don't cook should have. <laughs> all right. So before we spend too long talking about how great Queer Eye is. Um, <laughs> Which could be all day. Yeah. All right, Adrian. What's something you liked? Uh, well, the first the first thing I wanted to call out was uh, Janelle Monae's new album. It hasn't the full thing hasn't dropped yet. I think it does on the twenty seventh of April. Um, but she's released 
three songs and music videos with those songs so far. And um, I mean, I just generally love Janelle Monet, her whole like, you know, like science fictional, like robot songs are just so great. Like I love them so much. She's one of my favorite artists and the, the stuff she's released so far on this album, like each song is really good. The music videos are like the best that she's produced so far. And like the songs together, like every time she releases, like pre-releases a new song, like it fits with the others so well and it's like different but complimentary. And so like, I'm just really looking forward to that album dropping. Um, I agree. It's really it. cool. I've only seen a couple of videos, but they are awesome. And uh, in uh, Dirty Computer, I think Tessa Thompson features. You and mean Make Me a, Feel? Dirty Computer oh, make is the me feel. name. No, yeah. you're right. Sorry. Yeah, in Make Me Feel, uh, Tessa Thompson features and she's super, super she's great. so great um yeah do you you had a, a few other things too right indeed indeed uh so the next thing um any twitter peeps may already be familiar with this but uh it's a twitter account um at uscpsc which is an acronym and that stands for the united states consumer product safety commission so this is the official verified twitter of the united states consumer product safety commission and um why am I calling this out? Well, you might be wondering where the person in the world who is the best at creating memes works. But you don't need to wonder that anymore because I'm here to tell you that that person works at the Consumer Product Safety Commission and <laughs> one of their jobs is to make this Twitter to run this Twitter account. <laughs> um, it's basically like the dankest memes that any human has ever made, but like in the service of helping people be safe around the random household objects and <laughs> items that they might purchase. It's so weird. They're, like this guy has no right to be as good. And I know it is in fact like one guy. I think his name is Joe. Like <laughs> I definitely looked him up. Um, he's like he's like our age he's he but he, he has no right to be as good as he is at making these memes i mean like i laugh so hard that like i hurt my sinuses you know i like felt like sinus pain as a result of this it's so good and the best thing about it is that at the same time these are great memes like this is like actually helping people like it's like <laughs> you should anchor your like you know as to take a random example you know you should anchor your furniture um so that in your child's bedroom so that it won't fall on them if there's some kind of earthquake or like a anything that could cause uh, you know your house to shake Be and the reason why they recommend that is because people have died and so it's like oh that's like a it's like this perfect combination of internet power and like human goodness and like in a way that those two things don't always combine I love, um, I love and it made me so happy <laughs> i i still i still haven't actually seen this this is the one of, one of our things that i'm i'm unaware of and learning about for the first time now and i'm definitely gonna follow it it's yeah i mean it's really hard to describe the memes if you've ever tried to describe a meme like you know <laughs> it just doesn't really work do it, but yeah. <laughs> you gotta just go there and check it out that, that reminds me of the time my uh I, I was in ohio with my my partner and her family one time and her mom asked me what a meme was and trying oh. to describe to like you know like her suburban mom like what is a meme was just like the hardest and funniest thing i've ever done <laughs> She kept that's asking great. me, is this a meme? And it's like, well, mm, no. Is this a meme? Yeah, that's a meme. That that one's a meme. That other one, I don't know. 
Wow. I bet, I mean, that reminds me of many memes right there, <laughs> that conversation. Um, but so, anyway. Uh, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to talk about another one quickly here, which is um, also features Tessa Thompson, um, funny enough. So I have Tessa Thompson in, in two of the three things that I like. And that's the uh, movie Annihilation, um, written and directed by Alex Garland, who also wrote and directed Ex Machina and wrote a bunch of other great sci-fi movies like 28 Days Later and Sunshine, which is one of my favorite movies, or at least sci-fi I movies. I didn't know that. Yeah, know that. yeah. He worked a lot with Danny Boyle, and then he direct, uh, wrote Dread as well, the like Dread, um, Judge Dread remake which is really good. And then he, um, he, you know, wrote, started directing as well. And um, Annihilation is based on the book by uh, Jeff Vandermeer. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a really great book. Really fun. The adaptation is phenomenal. I want to say it's like almost like a dream adaptation and that it's like an adaptation of the way the book feels, not of the like specific plot and characters while those plot and characters are there for the most part. It's not like trying to be a one-to-one adaptation because like, the book just wouldn't work on screen and he wanted to adapt it as a standalone thing, not the first book in a trilogy or the first movie in a trilogy. And it, it works really well. It's gorgeous. It's only being shown on like a hundred theaters in the U S at this point. But if you are close to one of those 100 theaters, it is worth seeing in theaters because it's like big and scary and like beautiful. Tessa Thompson gives a really great performance. There are a bunch of other really great performers. It's a, it's a, mostly female-led cast I, I think oscar isaac is the only is one of like two or three male parts with a speaking part and he's very 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 good i mean oscar isaac is like one of our greatest living actors and he's like perfect in it um so is tessa thompson's her natalie of portman she's yeah, the natalie portman is fine I, I i she's like not my favorite actress she's fine in it uh but you know some of the other stuff and she's really good towards the end like i see why they used her given like where the journey takes it i i think it, the whole thing's great i think it's really worth seeing and i wish that like paramount had done a better job of actually like marketing it instead of kind of like throwing it on netflix and trying to like get it out of theaters as quickly as possible yeah it's an interesting one i mean my i have not seen it and so i'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, it's good because i i had heard that it was not as good um, right. and I, I really like the book a lot. I've heard um, people who really like the book being like, it's not exactly like the book. And it's like, fuck off. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think there's make a good movie exactly as it is. Yeah. Come on. I don't, I, I, that's not the, the thing that I heard exactly, okay, good, good. but I'm eager to see it. I, I, I really, I think your recommendation carries a lot of weight and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to check it out. I really liked it. I also really like small movies that are just trying to be what they are instead of trying to be like everything. If that makes sense. Like I like when I watch mm. action movies, I don't want to see them save the world. I want to see them like take care of their one problem. Um, Dread actually is a great example of that, of like a movie that like really is just like the small self-contained story told really, really well. Um, and I, and I think Annihilation does a pretty good job of that too. Cool. Anything else that you want to mention? Yeah. One more thing. Um, this is a, a, a book series, um, uh, but it's not science fiction, so we're not going to do a podcast about it. But I just started, I just finished the first book of the Steerswoman series by mm-hmm. Rosemary Kirstein, uh, or Kirstein, I'm not sure how to say that. Yeah. Um, it is so good. It is, um, without giving, without spoiling it at all, um, it's uh, sort of, the setup is kind of 
um, fantasy epic, multi-book. I think there's four books now. Mm-hmm. Um, she's there may writing be more. two more, too. She, yeah. I follow her on Twitter, and she's still working on them. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a sort of, you know, fantasy epic with uh, magic and uh, adventures and wandering around. But it becomes a lot more than that, and it goes in some really interesting directions that you might not expect. And so I'm being purposely vague because <laughs> it's really good. But it's... I don't know. I mean, I guess the thing that I like the most about it, uh, I love fantasy epics in general. The thing that I like the most about this is probably um, it's very mature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is that they don't waste, like so many fantasy epics, like they kind of, you know, spend a lot of screen time on going through the same like small set of uh personal growth challenges <laughs> so like a character a character will be um uh, afraid of using their power for good or, you know because they're young and and you know they're afraid it'll take over or their power will you know take over their life or or a character is um trying to you know basically there's this small set of growing up type challenges that, that right. are classic and it, it just avoids those it just is not interested in the same um the well, same character beats that a lot of fantasy epics hit and instead, it's like, we're going to talk about um, some other stuff. Well, I think it, it, it's kind of, you know, going to tie it to Annihilation. So I've, I've read the series as well, um, just so everyone knows. And I think kind of similar to Annihilation, like it's about like the main characters are all these like competent adult women. And it is like about them being like competent at the things they do and like, you know, try to figure out a mystery while doing it. Um, and it, it does a really good job of that. Yeah, and and I guess what I another way to put what I was saying is just that they're yeah they're adults you know right. they they are not dealing with you know teen angst or some <laughs> kind of silly college drama they're just they're they they already know who they are mm-hmm. and they're doing their thing they're trying to accomplish their goals and it's great I like that it's very refreshing to deal with like something that's you know got some really cool plot but uh, and some really cool character beats but not the standard stuff exactly. Cool. What about you, Adrian? Yeah. Are there anything else? Yeah, I'm gonna really, really quickly mention that um, right now there's a there's a short series on HBO that's running on HBO, uh, directed and showrun by Bill Hader, who is also like stars in it. It's called Barry, and it's about a hitman who wants to become an actor. Um, and I, I particularly want to call it like I really have been enjoying it. It's like both funny and sad and like perfect mix. Um, but I also wanted to call it out because I think it ties in really well with our like the book we've been reading, Use of Weapons, and that it's also about this like really bad dude trying to like find redemption, even though like he probably doesn't deserve it. And it's really like unclear if he's going to like gain it um, in the series. So, you know, I've only seen three episodes because only three episodes are out, but I really like the way that, you know. Unlike, I think, a lot of these kinds of, like, anti-hero type TV shows where you're supposed to kind of, like, root for the anti-hero, I don't feel like it's asking me to, like, sympathize with the bad dude. It's rather asking me to be like, oh, this is what this guy's life looks like and it's interesting, but, like, he's also a bad dude. Um, And it's really funny on top of it. I mean, Henry Winkler plays, like, an acting coach who is, like... I mean, I think you you said this. He's super over the top, but in a way that is very grounded and real. Like he's as over the top as a real human being is in that situation. And it's, it's so true. It's so true. And as somebody who is like into LA stuff, it is a very LA show <laughs> in ways that I think will be very funny to people who uh, 
to to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> cool. Well, so we wanted to move on from from that to uh, like I said, doing something. Uh, we we I don't know how much we're gonna do this in the future. So the what we like segment is something we've talked about. Like every month, we want to like be really positive and just talk about some things that we really liked and other people should hopefully like too. Um, but what we also wanted to do today was talk through some. Uh, you know, we have a Twitter account, we have a Facebook page, and and we got our first uh, episode was submitted to Reddit. And so uh, we just wanted to talk through some of the comments we got there because it was overwhelmingly really positive and nice feedback. The constructive feedback that we got was also really helpful and really useful. And we wanted to, like, thank people for that constructive feedback. Um, I think it, actually that might be a good segue into talking about one of the comments we got on Twitter, which was done by Charlotte uh, Gator, or Gator, I don't know how to pronounce her name. She's at Tambourine on Twitter. And uh, did you want to read this one, Matt, or talk about this one? Sure, yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, at Tambourine brought this to our attention, and I heard it from uh, from some other folks as well. Basically, you know, I referred to the uh, author Yoon Ha Lee as a woman, but that's actually incorrect. Yoon Ha Lee is male and uses he, him pronouns. Um, and uh, I'm really sorry about that. That's... Uh, uh, I'm gonna try to not to to be more aware in the future and uh, be up on all this stuff. Right. I, I think I don't know if I made that mistake in that episode, but I have in the past as well, and and I totally agree. Like, feel really bad about that, and you know, glad that someone told us that we were doing that incorrectly. Yeah. Please, please do point this stuff out. I mean, I I want to get it right and and mm. do the right thing here. So yeah. definitely. So thanks, thanks to at Tambourine for that, and um. You know, also on Facebook, on our Facebook page, which is, um, so our Twitter is at uh, SpectologyPod. Our Facebook page is Facebook.com slash Facebook. Uh, I'm a lot more active on Twitter, so I'll be there a lot more chatting with people. But um, on Facebook, someone mentioned that uh, uh, Frank and Jockos, I think is his name, mentioned that Ian Banks is one of his favorites. And he wondered if we'd consider doing a three-part series for Consider Flavus, where we read did the pre-read of the book did the post-read of the book and then watched the series when it comes out on amazon and like do an episode on the series and uh i think this is a great idea actually at the same time we really want to read different books so we're not just a you know just a culture novel podcast we're really reading a really different books we we've chosen our second book already and it is vastly vastly different (laughs) from the culture series um indeed that said i think that doing something like when the series comes out having a bonus episode where we re-watch it and talk about it like oh you might might see something along those lines you know it'll be a while from now so we'll kind of see it there but um yeah generally you know our our book selection is going to be very varied if you don't like consider flavus like there's going to be something else for you if you don't you know if you do love consider flavus there might be others that you don't like and like that's okay we hope that people will a take our recommendations and read books that they might not otherwise have but also like you know not every not every book is going to be for everyone and that's that's totally okay like we're more interested in having a wide variety of things than just trying to like do one specific thing when it comes to the books we read. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's not just genre. I mean, we've talked about this before, but also, you know, in terms of like the types of authors that we read, we want to have a really diverse mix in there. So you'll be, you'll be seeing that with the next couple of books. Yeah. And I, and I would just add just, if you feel like we're leaving something out or if you feel like we're missing an opportunity, yeah. um, let us know, you know, don't, don't be shy. Uh, we really want to hear from you and we really want to hear if you think, um, that we're doing something that we can improve on. 
I totally agree. Um, so yeah, so we also had our first uh, episode was submitted to Reddit, uh, specifically to the r slash printsf um, subreddit, which is a subreddit that I used to be really involved with. I still you know kind of pay attention to it from time to time. And um, DNA Snatcher was the guy who submitted it, and uh, I wanted to thank him for that. You know, I hope in the future people will submit our episodes to Reddit and other places. You know, share it, subscribe, like all that kind of thing, because that's how you know that's how we get out there. Um, I hope to that I see more episodes in the future on Reddit and on other places on Facebook and Twitter, because we want to talk to a lot of people about it, and we really appreciate it that our listeners are already like submitting things places. Um, so I wanted to shout him out and, you know, say thank him for that. And I also, in his comment about it, he mentioned that he really liked the John Stuart Mill <laughs> comment and like being able to learn about that, uh, Matt, which I thought you'd appreciate. I do. Um, I think I mentioned randomly that John Stuart Mill was English, um, which is like, he. so his parents were Scottish. His father was Scottish, but he was born in England. So all you, all you, you know, <laughs> all you people that are into the, into the, into the weeds of that, um, I am aware. <laughs> um, and then another Reddit commenter out of ammo of there is like a zero instead of an O, but he, he mentioned, um, great podcast. I've been waiting for one like this to come along, which I really appreciate. Cause I have been waiting for one like this to come along too. <laughs> which is why I'm doing it. Um, la, 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 la. But then he asked a really good question, which we haven't addressed on air specifically, which is out of curiosity, how long are you waiting between episodes for listeners to read through the books? Our plan right now is that we're going to uh, have a book read episodes in the first and the last week of every month. So this month, the first week was the pre-read and the last week will be the, the last Tuesday of the month will be the post-read. So that'll be the next Tuesday after this one. Um, in the future, we'll see how that works. We want to give people at minimum two or three weeks between the, the episodes to read the books. The hard part is that sometimes someone, you know, listens to the pre-read, they've already read that book and then they have to wait longer for the post-read. But I, I think we'd rather do that than like just you know, post the post read immediately and folks who haven't even had time for the like book to arrive in the mail or anything like that yet. Mm -hmm. Yep. But we'll, we'll see over time, please give it, you know, let us know what you think we should do. Like, you know, we, we, I've never seen another podcast that operates in exactly this way, especially with books. So we're experimenting. We're trying to figure it out. Feedback is welcome. Yep. Um, sapper morton on reddit uh oh yeah this was actually a thing a lot of people mentioned on reddit uh i'm not gonna read the comment but just mention it uh matt you you said that ian banks had small c catholic interests at some point and a lot of people were like but he's not a catholic <laughs> yes that's right um the word uh catholic when it's not capitalized uh, is a word that does not specifically refer to the roman catholic church it comes from the greek word catholicos which means universal um, and that is the origin of the use of the word Catholic to describe the uh, Roman Catholic Church. Um, mm -hmm. It just—it's it, supposed to be the universal church. So they—that's you know—that's the origin there. So I, I you know I'll I'll try to do a better job of explaining what I mean by stuff in the future. Right. Oh, I thought that was cool. I actually didn't know that that was what that word meant. Like in this case, like Catholic interest means like varied interests. And I had no idea yes. that that's what that meant. And that's really cool. <laughs> like I learned a new word yep. there. And I think a lot of other folks did too. 
Um, cool. Someone, Dr. Dr. Island on Reddit mentioned uh, that our audio quality was really poor and that they didn't listen because of that. Uh, that was really true in our first episode. We, we, we were using some software. So we actually, we, we soundproofing okay and we have decent microphones. The thing is, Matt and I are not in the same location. So we're doing this all like through Skype and recording on our own individual computers. And uh, we're learning. <laughs> the first episode's audio was like pretty shit. Uh, I think that this this episode and the other episode should be a lot better. So hopefully, folks, yeah, stick with us as we get better at that piece. And over time, we'll you know, excuse me, over time we should get a lot better with it. Yep, keep the comments coming though. I mean, if we if you if you find some sort of if you have some specific. Uh, thing that you notice about the audio yeah we definitely want to hear about it oh yeah please because I'm I'm new to the audio production thing I've done video stuff before but not specifically audio so I'm always interested in learning how to do it better cool um I think that's it we <laughs> you know like I said we had overwhelmingly positive comments we did have someone tell us that they thought our podcast was super boring and they couldn't listen uh sorry <laughs> <laughs> we are what we are uh we're not gonna be for everyone yeah. uh and you know <laughs> i don't really know what to say beyond that <laughs> i think i think it's fine <laughs> i think i'm okay with it <laughs> if that's the worst someone says is that i'm boring like i think i'm okay with that <laughs> um cool so you know that's it for this episode i think um you know the the one thing i wanted to pose to our listeners is you know to say like where would you like to talk to us like one thing we've talked about is like we want this to be a conversation we want people to be reading the books and discussing the books and is there you know kind of a place where folks would like to see that happen the most like i said i'm really active on twitter and i have it on my phone whereas i don't have reddit and facebook on my phone so i can like do more there um I don't know though. I just kind of wanted to hear from folks. Like, what what do you think? Please, please let us know. Um, you know, the best place for that is our again. Our Twitter is at Spectology Pod. You can always submit our episodes to you know one of the science fiction themed subreddits. I kind of lurk on the r slash print sf subreddit, and you know if you tag me, you'll you'll see it elsewhere too. Um, yeah. So I think I think that's it for this episode. Did we have anything else we wanted to say, Matt? I think I'm good. Cool. Well, thanks again for for listening, folks. As always, our music is done by Dubby J. You can find him on SoundCloud. Just search Dubby J there. Uh, Our art is done by Noah Bradley. You can find his prints at noahbradley.com. Definitely check that out. He does really cool sci-fi and fantasy art. And yeah, and you know, thanks again to all the folks who have like commented, who have helped us out. You know, we we really appreciate it, and we're looking forward to chatting with you in a week here about uh, use of weapons. Thank you, Adrian. Uh, thank you, Matt. Bye, bye, everyone. It's been, it's been real. <laughs> bye.